Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life changing experience. For his benefits, for the benefits, he daily 
loads us with benefits, with benefits, with benefits. Thank you, O God. Thank you for the benefits. Thank you for the daily benefits, O God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful to you. We are grateful to you. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We thank you, O God. Thank you for the daily rewards. Thank you for the daily benefits. Thank you for the daily gains, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are grateful to you. We are grateful to you. As a church, we come together. We say thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you for your daily benefits. Daily benefits. The things that happen to us every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. The good deeds towards us, O God. We are grateful. We couldn't have achieved it by ourselves. It's only by you, Lord. It's only by you, Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O God. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3. David begins to list some of the benefits. Because as we are saying benefits, some of you are looking at your current situation right now in your pocket. There's no money in your pocket and you are wondering, what are these benefits? Last week I told the church in Berman that the reason why we don't give thanks to God is that we keep our eyes on what we don't have. Or what we were expecting that didn't come. And we lose sight of what has happened to us the good things that have happened to us. So David is saying that just in case you think that you alone, you did not get any benefit, he starts to list the benefits. He says, who forgiveth thy iniquities? Now you and I know that, that you and I know that without us being forgiven of our sins, of your friend, how many times you have to forgive your friend to keep the friendship going? To keep the friendship going. Then think about how many times God has to forgive you. And I, he says, who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Pastor, me, I don't sin. The Bible says, if you say you have no sin, the truth is not in you. Your first sin is that you don't speak the truth. You see, if you say you have no sin, the first sin is that you don't speak the truth. You don't, the truth is not in you to start with. And then also you accuse God that he's a liar. He said, you make God a liar. So you already accuse God that God is a liar. And then you too, you don't tell yourself the truth. That's the first sin. That's the first. Even that statement alone is the beginning of your sins. But Bible says he forgives our iniquities. How many of you have made some mistakes this year? You see, if I say how many of you have sinned this year, some of you may not lift your hand. So let me be polite because we are in the church. How many of you have made some mistakes? Mistakes. Mis- we are mistake prone. When was the last time you wrote an exam you got 100%? Some of you, you have never, you don't know what 100 is. Exam, 100, no. You know 100 runs, but exam 100, no. That tells you how often you make, anytime you are examined, an exam is an 
even the word examination means you are examined. You see, so anytime you are assessed, anytime you are examined, you make mistakes. James 3, 2 says that in all things we offend all. Not in some things or in many things. In all things we offend all. Like anything you do, you, you make a mistake. That's why you hardly write down exam and get handed. Anytime we exam, even church exams. Come and see people failing church exams. John 3.16, they can't remember. Look, they can't remember where John 3.16 is. The question is that where is John 3.16? They say, I don't know. <laughs> where is John, ask your neighbor, where is John 3.16? Then they'll tell you, I don't know. Yeah, that's how it is. That's why we need forgiveness all the time. Lift your hands and begin to thank God who forgives us all our iniquities, all our mistakes, all our transgressions. He forgives us throughout the year. There has not been a chance that we ask him, Lord, forgive us and have mercy. And he has decided, I won't forgive you. This time your sin is too much. I won't forgive you. Every single time. He has forgiven us. Thank him for it right now. Thank him for it. Thank him for it right now. Thank you, Jesus, for having mercy on us, for forgiving us, forgiving us when we were wrong, Lord. The many occasions that we were wrong, we've been wrong on the same issue again and again and again and again. But you have forgiven us. It's time that we have come to you to ask for forgiveness. Each time we have come to you ask for forgiveness. You have forgiven us. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you for forgiving our sins, our mistakes, our iniquities. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, sin is broken into three or four types. One is sin, normal sin. This one he's talking about is iniquity, which is a twistedness inside your soul. You see, there's sin, there's transgression, which is to break the law. Like God puts a line here, says don't cross it, then you cross it. So you have transgressed, you have gone beyond trans. You see, become, you have over, overstepped. Do you get it? So when we are, when God, God is forgiving us for the things that we have crossed, we have overstepped. You were talking to your mother, then you talk too much. You have transgressed, you have crossed the line. Then the sin, the normal sin, which is the mistakes we make, the things we do, stealing and all its relatives. Then there's iniquity, which is a twistedness inside you. Do you get it? A twistedness inside you. What, 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 Pastor, how does it concern us? You see, it's coming from inside. Just, if, how many of you drive? Okay, let me explain to the drivers. Then I'll explain to the passengers. When you are a driver, sometimes there's something we call wheel alignment. So when your alignment is off, what happens is that the car goes into, it's like it's your tires have been fixed, have been, have been, have, are, are supposed to go straight, but they are off. So the tire is bending in a way. So 
when you are going straight, like when you hold the steer straight, the car goes straight. What happens is that when you start from here, it, because it's twisted this way, it is going here. Although you are holding the steer straight, it's going. So it's not anything that you are doing. You get, it's not like something that you are doing currently that is taking the car this way. The tie of the wheels of the car have been twisted, so they are going this way. Some of you have things, no matter how hard you, you wake up, you find yourself, you are doing the same thing. Some of you have a behavior that you behave when it comes to food. Without provocation, you will do it. It's inside. Inside, it's inside. How many of you understand what I'm saying? Drivers. So when the tie is not aligned, we go and do what we call wheel alignment. So that when you hold the steer straight, the car can go straight. So usually when your car is out of alignment and it's going to the left, you turn the steer to the right. So that as the car itself is going to the left, you are also bringing it to the right. That's the only way you can go straight. Look, you open your eye, you are here, then you come back. You go, then you, that's it. That's iniquity. It's in a twistedness inside you. Non-passengers, you also understand. So that we don't waste time. Yes. It's like something is inside you that makes you, you like to lie. Or if I say you like to lie, you even see it as a bad. You like to impress. Do you get You like to look good. So that, that in, in, innate desire to look good in the eyes of people will make you, you have to lie to look good, you have to spend money to look good. It, it makes, it directs your actions. It directs your actions. That's iniquity. So those things, you do them regularly. Without, uh, if you don't take a step, you will do it. If you don't do the opposite, you will do it. Now, without any assistance. But God, he sees us doing the same thing. Then he forgives us. Put your hands together for a God who forgives us. Many of you don't play golf. I would have used golf to explain to you. But I'm preaching today, so when I'm preaching, I'll explain. The next thing I want us to pray for is healing. That He says, he heals all thy diseases. He heals all thy diseases. Listen. Every time you have been sick, you could have died. You could have died. But God has even built your body such that it fights certain diseases. Yes, it fights certain diseases. So your body rebuilds itself. As soon as it is sick, it rebuilds itself. It rebuilds all the time. Sometimes also, you don't fall sick. You don't fall sick. So you say, ah. But me, I wasn't sick. When did God heal me? Actually, those are the dangerous ones. Sometimes there are a lot of sicknesses you don't see. Oh, yes. Yes. Unless you go to a doctor. Because you don't feel anything. So your body is repairing itself constantly. So you don't feel that you are sick. Until you go and sit in front of a doctor, then the doctor will tell you, one, two, three, it's all wrong. You do one blast and say, hey, is that the case? Yes, that is the case. But because you don't feel anything, God is healing you every day. Yes. You want to thank God. Just recently I heard of a guy. 
he was just going to the hospital to do some blood tests. When he went, cancer stage four. I said cancer what stage? Stage four. One month he was gone. He had gone to be with the Lord. Going to be with the Lord. Meanwhile, he was fine, moving around. Yesterday, somebody was telling me that he was the strongest person in the family. So, I like when you put all the people, he's like the strong, six-pack, macho man. <laughs> yeah. Want to thank God for healing of diseases that you know about. Diseases that you didn't know about. Diseases that manifested. Diseases that didn't manifest. But somewhere, somehow, they were gone. Lift your hands, lift your voice, begin to thank God. Thank him right now. Thank, thank him for Lord. healing, thank healing, you, that he healed us. He healed us. He healed us. He healed us when we were sick. You said it's a common flu, but maybe it's COVID, and you could have passed away. But God healed us. God healed us. God healed us. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you, O God. Throughout the year, you have healed us. You have healed us. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing. Every single day, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Verse 4, it says, Who redeems thy life from destruction? He redeems. We want to thank God. Today I was watching slow, 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 slow service. But we said, let's pray to thank God for life, that we are alive. We are alive. That other version says, who delivers thy life from the pit? Which is, he delivered you from going to the grave. You could have gone to the grave. I could have gone to the grave this year. How many of you know somebody who has died this year, this year, this year, this year, 2023? 2020. We started with them, 2023, January, they were around. But today, if you call them, no answer, they've been canceled. Gone. Gone. Gone, 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 gone. But you and I are still around. It's Bible says it's by the Lord's mercies. That's why we are not consumed. That word consumed there is that's why we are not dead. That's why you wake up every that's why that, that, that's why it is rescheduled every morning. Every morning God has to show you mercy. Or else you will wake up. You wake up. Sleep is like death. Sleep is like death. Sleep and death in the Bible, they are used interchangeably. When Jesus said to his disciples that Lazarus is asleep, I must go and wake him. They asked Jesus, that, ah, are you his alarm? Why do you need to go and wake him up? Then Jesus said, look, he's dead. This sleeping that is sleeping, he can't, if I don't go and wake him, he can't wake up. He's dead. Alarm can't wake. Take an alarm to the mortuary and let it ring and see if somebody will wake up. Take it and see. But God is the one who wakes us up every single day, every single day. Lift up your hands, just begin to thank God that for your life, for your life, that you made you, it. You, you made thank it. You are you still around. You still thank have bread. Let everything oh, that Lord. has bread, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for life. 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 Thank you for life, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are grateful. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. 
But thank God that he's satisfying our mouth with good things such that our youth is renewed. It means we are looking younger and younger and younger and younger and younger and younger and younger every single day. Lift your hands and begin to thank God right now. Thank God that he satisfies your mouth. Thank you, Lord. With good things. 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 Thank you, O God. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, O God. Melo seba sate lake mayala mam paloba sembolobosu kemola ba sate lobosu kemoya lepaya la kambaloba la lemosa belo simalata ya kemolobosu nempaya ba thank you o god thank you o god nambela sayala thank you o god yanto la ba sate bolose bayata thank you o god thank you o god Thank you, O God. Hallelujah. Verses, this is our final prayer. It says, the Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. I want to thank him for executing righteousness and judgment on our behalf. What does it mean? It simply means that, look, God is working behind the scenes for us. Where we need judgment, God is executing judgment. Where you are oppressed, you can't say anything. Sometimes you can be at work, your, your boss is misbehaving, but you can't say anything. If he says something, that's the end. You are going home. You have no boss. Yeah, oh, at the end, you have no boss. Yeah, but with no job. So you can't say anything. Or your lecturer is doing something. He's matching. You don't see your paper to say where, when you write matrix, you will not see your paper to say, I want to challenge what, no, 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 no. So the person marking your, he may be drunk. He may be drunk and then he just be marking correct things wrong. That's it. You can't go and challenge it. But God is working there to execute righteousness and judgment on our behalf. Thank God for working behind the scenes for us. Lift your voice, just begin to thank him, begin to bless him, begin to bless him, begin to thank him, that he's executing righteousness and judgment on our behalf, where we are oppressed, where we can't help ourselves, where we can't do anything. He's working behind the scenes. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. Mamola Masaya, Bembola Baba, Brose Bayonde, Meloma Yalaba, thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, O God. Father, thank you for a good year. Thank you for bringing us even to the end of another year. We know your word declares that faithful is him that has called, and he will do it. We know you are performing everything on our behalf. We are grateful. We are thankful. We are thankful for your benefits. We are thankful to you for forgiving our iniquities. 
healing our diseases, delivering our lives from the pit, crowning us with your loving kindness and your tender mercies, executing judgment and righteousness on our behalf, Lord. Thank you for satisfying our mouth with good things, such that our youth is renewed every day. We are grateful. We are grateful. We bless you. We thank you. We give you glory. Hallowed be your name. You alone deserve the praise, for you have worked this and made it so. We give you glory as a church. We give you glory as families. We give you glory as a people in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Speak to us in a way that we'll understand today. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. Amen. Give somebody a high five and say, God has been good. God has been good. God has been good. God has been good. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord, for his goodness, his mercy towards us. Hallelujah. You may be seated for a short while as we look at a few truths about thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. A few truths about thanksgiving. So I'm preaching on the message, the power of thanksgiving. Amen. Just a few things that thanksgiving activates in your life as you give thanks. Amen. First Thessalonians 5.18, the Bible says that in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. The Bible says, in all things. You know, this scripture doesn't necessarily say for all things. You have gone to write an exam, you have failed. You say, thank you God for, for failing me. No. It says, in all things, in the situation you are in, in the situation you find yourself, give thanks. Good situation, bad situation, not so good. Give thanks. Why? Because Giving thanks is the will of God concerning you and I in Christ Jesus. Being in a state of thankfulness is the will of God for our lives in Christ Jesus. God expects you as a Christian to always be in a state of thanksgiving, in a state of gratitude. It shouldn't only be at the end of the year where we say thanks. It's appropriate that we say thanks at the end of the year. But it shouldn't be at the end of the year that's the only time we say thank you. No. It's like, it's appropriate to clean your house when visitors are coming. How many of you agree? But it shouldn't be that the only time you clean your house is when visitors are coming. It can't, it, it, it can't be. It can't be that the only time you clean your house is when visitors are coming. But when visitors are coming, you must clean your house. That's why we have a special service in December to say thank you to God. But it doesn't mean that it's only December. Oh, we are going to fast in January. Then we are going to give thanks in December. No. It should be a regular thing that you do. Say, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Say you are a thankful person. Hallelujah. 
Colossians 3.15, I'm reading all my scriptures in the morning, then we can go to church. Colossians 3.15. It says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which we are also called in one body, and be ye thankful. Hallelujah. Now, you can see, if you've done a little English, that that sign after the body, Yvonne, that sign after the body is called what? Semi, colon. Yeah. Which means the next statement is connected to the first one. The latter is connected to the former. It says, let the peace of God rule in your heart. So, it's talking about the state of your heart. Okay? And it says that, you are called to be part of one body. And be ye thankful. So it's like the state of your heart should be one where the peace of God is. And then you are a thankful person. Your heart is in a way. It's always skewed towards saying thank you. Gratitude. Like I'm, oh, thank you, Lord. I'm grateful. That should be the state of your heart. So thanksgiving necessarily is not just the action alone, but it's the state of your heart. The state of your heart. In my relation with people, I've found people who are grateful or have a grateful heart more pleasant than people who have a memory heart. Always have something to complain about. Oh, it's too hot. When it's winter, it's too cold. Look, it will be cold in winter and it will be hot in summer. Yes, we are all feeling hot, but we are grateful that it's hot. It's, we, are, we are just grateful that we are around. Because these are seasons that God has set in place. He can't change it. No amount of your prayer will make it rain tomorrow. God may hold the rain for you so that he can do one or two activities, but it's supposed to rain, it will rain. Hallelujah. Now, what does being thankful do in our life? Five things and then we go home. Wake your neighbor up, tell your neighbor, it's too early. It's too early to sleep. If it's the heat that is making you sleep. Amen. Look, shake your neighbor. Shake your, put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. No, don't shake yet. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Don't be afraid of your neighbor. Your neighbor chose you to come and sit by you. So put your hand on his or her shoulder. And shake her or him to wake up. Eh, shake her to wake up. Yes. Your neighbor should have thought about it before coming to sit by you. So I found a non-shaking neighbor. Amen. Tell, my, tell your neighbor that please it's a joke. Okay, it's just a joke. It's, it's, not, it's not an attack. Number one, thanksgiving is part of prayer. It's a constant part of prayer. Thanksgiving and giving of thanks is part of prayer. Philippians 4 verse 6, the Bible says that, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God. So it says, be anxious for nothing. Don't fret over anything. Don't go around 
kept complaining, anxious, agitated over things. But in everything, in everything, in every situation, through prayer and supplication. Supplication is a type of prayer. Prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Is that what it says? Please look at it. No, look at it. Prayer and supplication. You see that one is end. But thanksgiving is what? With. It's what? So it's not saying do three things. Prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. No, it says do prayer and supplication. But prayer and supplication must go with thanksgiving. It must go with what? Thanksgiving. Whether it's prayer or supplication, it must come with thanksgiving. It's almost like your prayer is useless without thanksgiving. It's like you can't get God's idea. I want to pray. Oh, God, give me a shoe. Oh, God, give me this. Oh, God, I need to pass my exam. Oh, God, there's no thanksgiving. Hey, God says, I don't like this type of prayers. I want prayer that comes with thanksgiving. I want prayer, supplication that comes with thanksgiving. Can I get an amen? The us is coming. It's coming with thanksgiving. That's why it says, through prayer application with many of us have not looked at this thing before it's like we just oh yeah prayer supplication no with it must be accompanied that's why even your prayer there are two things when you are praying it must come prayer for thanksgiving prayer and prayer for forgiveness oh god has no business because bible says god doesn't listen to sinners for we know that God does not listen to sinners. We know. And you know that you and I, we sin all the time. Some of you, even as the pastor is preaching now, you are sinning. Even the thoughts that is in your head, it's a sin. It's what? Not a sin, a sin. It's a That's what is going on in your mind right now. So he says, if you are coming to pray, you must be thankful because says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. So before you can even approach God, you have to be thankful. You have to be giving God thanks. That's the first thing. So anytime you are praying, there's no thanksgiving. You are outside the house and you are shouting so that God will listen to you in the house. And I'm sure inside the house, they are saying, who is that madman who is shouting outside over there? But when you start giving thanks, then they open the gates for you. And when you start praising God, then they open the courts to you. That says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and his courts with praise. So as you are thanking God and you are praising God, they are opening more, giving you more access, more access. How many of you have had a problem that you knew that if there's somebody, if that person could get to know of your problem, there will be a solution. How many of you know you, you have had a situation like that? Or you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who has a situation like that? Yeah. Now, when you pray without thanksgiving, you are so far that that person who will bring a solution to your problem can't even see your problem. Can't even see your problem. Because you are shouting from outside. You have your problem, but you are, out, you are in the street. In the street. When you start to give thanks, 
anything, you enter the gate. Then you enter the courts. Then you start entering with your prayers and your fasting. Look at this. Look at this. Can you see? That's why you must always be in a state of thank God. You have a wife? Thank God for a wife. Some people are looking for a wife. They can't get it. You have been wiped? Thank God. Some people are looking to be wives and they've never been wiped. Oh God, give me a mother-in-law. Oh God, give me a mother-in-law. Oh God, please give me a mother-in-law. And that prayer has not been answered. What does it mean to have a mother-in-law? It's to have a husband and then <laughs> his mother becomes your mother-in-law. It's a mother-in-law prayer. Yes. But you have been wiped. Thank God for it. Now, this, this, now all, all this, Psalm, 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 Psalm 1000, Psalm 106, it says, Praise ye the Lord, and give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endure forever. Then verse 3 says, who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can show forth his praise? Yes, it's like, who can say the mighty things that he has done? Every time you pray, there's something you can thank God for. Yes, you are praying for something now, but there's something God has already done. One of the things we thank God for is the things he has done. The things that are, you wrote something and you finished. Like you have been writing and you are complete. God for it. It's because we don't look into our lives. That's why we don't see there are things to thank God for. You know, yesterday we were at the dinner. Very beautiful event. Everybody was looking great. Fabulous. Fantastic. Beautiful. As I was standing there, I went to stand in one corner and I was looking at all the chairs and I was thinking, if anybody says to me that I'm not blessed, I'll open my mouth. That all these people here are connected to me. They are connected to me. Yes, they are connected to me now. Oh, please. It's a powerful thing. I said it's a what? Powerful thing. Now, all, some of the people I know them, some I don't know them. So I, was, I look, I ask them, who is this one? Oh, your name is Jesus. I said, oh, nice. Who is this one? He is this. I said, yes. I'm blessed. Some things, something to thank God for. It's a blessing. Now let me talk well. Somebody gave you your shoe. And you wore it. It's a blessing. There's somebody looking for a shoe and they can't find a shoe. Somebody has lost a shoe, she can't find it. When I Cinderella, she went to a party, lost her shoe. You went and you came back after midnight and your everything was intact. After midnight, your clothes didn't turn into pumpkin. Because I was there after midnight. I was one of I was the last person to leave the place. After midnight, I saw all the things. So I was sitting down waiting to see when it was midnight. My, my, my administrator came to tell me, Bishop, it's midnight. Let's see if the people whose clothes will change into pumpkin water. You were gone. <laughs> pumpkin, maybe you went to change at home. You, those whose clothes change, yeah, they have to go quickly before midnight. 
But those who were there after midnight, I was checking up their clothes changed to pumpkin. Eh, Butler, were you there after midnight? Yeah, your clothes didn't change. Were you there after midnight? Your clothes didn't change. Okay, thank God. You too. You, okay, 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 okay. Lindo, you were there after midnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unati was gone, though. We don't know what happened to her clothes. Yeah. Look, thank God that you have a reason. You find it and you say it to God. Number two, I'm going to five. I don't have much time. Number two, thanksgiving is an attitude you must have in your life. It's an attitude you must have. This is a specific you must have in your life. Colossians 3.15, it says, be ye thankful. That's the last thing. Last thing. It says, be ye, it didn't say give thanks. You see, there are some places in the Bible says, the Bible says, give thanks, which is the act of giving thanks, saying thank you. And then be ye thankful is the state of being thankful. Yes. You see, the act is what you do when something has been done for you. And even with that, you have to do it well. And you have to do it on time. Somebody does something for you, you have to say thank you. You have to say thank you. You can't just say, oh, but you could have done more. That's the reason why people don't say thank you. You give them 100 rands, they look, you have 1,000 rands. Oh, you could have given me 200. He could have also given you nothing. But he chose to give you 100. Be thankful. Say thank you. Then it says, be ye thankful. It means be, have that attitude of gratitude. Where it's like you are always, you must say, you are always, you are always thankful to God. Thankful to God. Anytime I see people who are like that, I feel very grateful. Look, the slightest, look at the slightest thing to say thank you about. The slightest thing to say thank you about. Then when you see people who don't have that attitude, they just say thank you when something happens. But when nothing happens, they are complaining. When nothing happens, they are complaining. Yes. When nothing happens, nothing that they can see. Like, we have a case right now we are working on. And we are making moves underground. Now, the person we are making the move for doesn't know we are doing, doesn't even know anything. Doesn't even know who is doing the move. So they come there and say, they have forgotten about me. Wicked people. I told you, Indians are very wicked. By the way, I'm not an Indian. Okay. Yeah. Indians are very wicked. Meanwhile, we are moving underground. Day and night. In the, look, we are moving in the streets in the night. Like thieves. <laughs> Even people are becoming suspicious of the way the police, they are suspicious. One of the times when I was, I had police escort. We were standing somewhere. We saw a police car car. I told the people, let's go. We don't want church lights where we are. We don't know what the police are coming to do here, but let's go, let's go, let's go. And surprisingly, when we spark our cars and we started to move, the police turned around. They started to go in our direction. I said, yo, what is this? <laughs> yes. I'm sure the police are, who are these people moving in the night like that? But we are trying to solve a problem. But you will not see. That's the same way God is solving problems. But because you don't see, you think that God is doing nothing. God is doing nothing. God is doing nothing. I've 
been praying about this situation. I've been praying for a beloved for all these years. My friends are getting beloved. I mean, I'm not getting a beloved. No. Sometimes God is delivering you from a wicked lady. As a man, one of the biggest things, problems that can happen to you is to marry a bad wife. Oh, you are finished. Since you don't believe, you, you, those of you over here, you don't like this message, let me come. You are finished. You are finished. Like, the problem is living with you in the house. You can't sack the problem. You, if you employ a bad worker, you can sack the bad worker. If you have a bad friend, you can stop being friends. But as for the wife, she's going nowhere. So it's like you go and then you come and meet the problem at home. You, you see husbands moving in town. They, you tell them, go home. They won't go. There's a bad wife at home. Usually I don't ask any questions. I just know there's a bad wife at home. Because when there's a good wife at home, you are always running to go home. Anyway, it's okay, it's okay. Next point, next point. <laughs> you don't like this point. You, I can see you don't like it. But be frank. Be frank. Have it as an attitude. When you are not, you always be complaining. Everything you complain. Eh? We came to the church that even the pastor is preaching for so long. He started early in the morning. Now it's almost lunchtime. He won't close. We can, when the pastor preaches, he's like, oh, the preaching is too short. Uh, is that all the preaching? Why does it start only three minutes, 45 seconds a year? Like that. Like that. Like that. You always have some. Be in a relationship with somebody. You have a friend who doesn't have a grateful attitude. They'll complain about everything. You come early. They say you have come too early. You come late. You are never on time. You everything. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't complain. Don't complain. Speak in the truth. Speak in the truth. Speak in the truth. You when you meet ungrateful people, look one day. I gave somebody a gift. Now when I gave the person the gift, later on, the person was talking to me. It was like the person was making a joke about me. The person was making a joke about me. Yes, in the joke, there was a point. Like, I had different things. And I decided that I would give this particular one to the person. Then I, I kept the other one. Then the person said, I, I wish you had given me this one instead. I almost said, return the one that It's for me. It's not like I owe you. I paid it. When you have a problem, you always complain about everything. Either your boss is wicked, your lecturer doesn't like you, your lecturer is Afrikaans, he's racist towards you because you are black. Like that. Always. But grateful people always complain about take me long. And look for it now. That thing makes you special to me. That's the, that thing is what makes me like you. I'll look, you don't have to give it to me. 
You may think it's your teeth that makes you like it. You'll be surprised that it's not your teeth, it's your big eyes. <laughs> not your eyes, so your big eyes. When you open it, we can see everywhere. But I look for it about every single person. Unless you don't relate with me personally, I'll look for it. God made you the way you are, special. There's a gift inside you. Number three, be thankful of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving delivers you or makes you avoid the evil of the last day. It makes you avoid the evil of the last days. You avoid the evil of the last days. Timothy 3, I read verse 1 through to one of those. It says, This know ye that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boastful, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, ears despises of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Paul says that in the last days, eighteen evil attitudes will engulf the world. One of the things that difficult times will come. And when the difficult times come, 18 different evils will engulf the world. And when that happens, one of them will be unthankfulness. Ingratitude. Unthankfulness. Your mother is scraping together to get you through school. Because she didn't buy you. Pastor Sua, what is the name of that your shoe? No, the one that Vans or Jordans or Air Force. Recently, I was looking at Jordans. The way they are expensive. Look, if you don't have a tender, don't try. I'm telling you, if you don't have a tender, don't try. Jordans. Because she didn't buy you Vans. Everybody's wearing Vans. You alone, you are wearing the one from my friend. Look. Be grateful. Don't become unthankful. You don't know. You see, children don't know what pains cause their parents. Look, if I wasn't paying school fees. You have Jordans. <laughs> I'll have Jordans. Yeah. Look, one man's school fees, I'll have Jordans. If I wasn't paying school fees. Look, I can imagine. Dubai, I'm coming. I'm coming. Look. Because the way I like, I like going on holidays. Oh, it's my pocket that cannot fund 
the appetite. That's why. <laughs> I said, my pocket is what cannot support the appetite. That's why I'm still here. Yeah. Pocket can also influence things. Mm. Hey. Look, I'll go to Dubai on Friday and come back on Monday. Yeah, just to be there Saturday, Sunday and come back. children don't know what your parents deny themselves of to give you what you have. So it's an evil thing. Time will determine. Uh, I see this person's parents doing this on them and me, my parents didn't look. 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 Determine how you grow up. It's an evil thing. It's an evil thing. Your mother has looked after you. Some of you, you are what you are because of your mothers. Your attitude even your look. Even your look. Ah, your mother is here. Sorry, let me go this way. Where, where is sixty cents? If you look at sixty cents and you look at one rand fifty, you can see <laughs> that the apple didn't fall far. Father's line as a girl. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. Look at your uncle's children, the daughters. You see, your head is like a square. <laughs> like square, square on it's 90 degrees on this side, 90 degrees on this side. But because of your mother's looks, it added some curvature. It added some figure. It added some look. It added some charm. Better be grateful. She can't buy Cavella. She can't buy Vans. But she gave you your looks. You think you brought the looks? Where did you bring it from? She she fought to overpower your, your, your father's genes. You are yellow. <laughs> yeah, the guy. <laughs> One day, a guy asked, <laughs> I think he was looking at Zulu. Then he asked, am I a Zulu? Then the, 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 the person <laughs> he was talking to said, yes, you are a Zulu. He said, ah. Or he said, am I black? Then he said, yes, you are black. He said, oh, but I'm yellow. I'm yellow. Why am I black? I'm yellow. Now, when I look at the father, I'm so glad that boy took the mother's color. Yeah. I'm so excited that he took some color. Yeah. Be grateful. Be grateful. You saw your look so. Even that is your personality. You would have come with a very nasty personality. Nasty personality. A personality or persona, the way you are, the way, what we, not what we see, but what we feel when we are around you. You would have come with a very nasty, speaking, rude, because every 
everything you answer back, everything you have something cheeky to say, something funny to say. I mean, you have you have shouted at your boss. You have insulted. You are in a meeting with your boss. So your boss has made a contribution. The other board member has also made a contribution. Sometimes there are very stupid contributions that are made in this meeting. What I think should be done. Hey! evil of the last day. Next one. Number four. Being thankful Okay, this one's a long one, but it's beautiful. Being thankful delivers you from evil. It delivers you from what? Evil. Apart from the fact that you avoid the evil of the last day, it also delivers you from evil. I read the scripture to you, and then this week, I won't give you a tune. Just listen to the, the, the Bible. It says, Romans chapter 1, 21. It says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish hearts, heart was darkened. Okay? Have you seen it? Next verse. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. What did these people do? They, when they knew God, they didn't glorify God as God. And they were not thankful. Okay? Now, when that thing had been looked, they started to change. 22 says, professing to be wise. Or even go back to 21. I said I want a tune. Simon, give me a tune. Just read the scripture. But, the problem starts from but. It says, but became vain in their imagination. They started having high thoughts. Oh, why should we say thank you so much? Oh, wow, wow, wow. And their foolish hearts were dark. A heart that is already foolish now is that load shedding, darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. Next verse. One verse at a time. Because, because, oh, come here. And change the glory of an incorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man. Made, made like to corruptible man. And to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They started to make, don't explain, go on. 24, 24. Wherefore, because of that, wherefore means because of that. Tell your neighbor, wherefore means because of that. God also gave them up. You can even stop here and go home. God gave them up to uncleanness. Uncleanness. God gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The evils have started. He said, God allowed them. Oh, no, go and dishonor your body between yourselves. Next verse, 25. We are going to 32. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator? Who is blessed forever? Amen. 25. For this cause, God, because of this, oh, God gave them up to vile affections. Wild affe affections that you, don't, you can't even 
think about affection. Affection is desires inside which you can cravings which you can't give a wow, wild, wild affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Their natural use into what is against what is unnatural. And likewise, also the demands, also who demands, demands leaving the natural use of the woman. <laughs> That's why a lot of ladies are not getting anybody to marry. <laughs> Because already there's a shortage in supply. And now even the few, the limited commodity, some of the commodities say they don't. <laughs> Bend in their last one towards another. Mans with mans, working that which is unseemly, that which is not nice. And receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. Can we read the Bible? Should I go on reading the Bible? Mickey Mouse, should I read the Bible? I'm reading the Bible. Next verse. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a corrupt mind. To do the things which are not convenient. God said, do the things which are not convenient. The things which are not right. Do them. I'm even giving you energy. Do them. Being filled with all unrighteousness. I mean, when we, make, when we do things that are not right, we feel, hey, what are we doing? No, this one said they are filled, they are anointed. With all unrighteousness, fornication, number one, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy. Full of envy. You see people envying people all over the place. Full of envy. Envy, just envy. Murder. This is where it all comes from. When you are ungrateful, these doors are now open. Debate, which is argument, wild argument. Arguing with you, they can argue with you, you'll be tired. Deceit, malignity. <laughs> this is why people say bad things about people. They, you, when you meet the person, you say, you'll be shocked. Say, ah, I met you, I saw you use crutches. I'm shocked. Have you not met people that the things you have heard of them before, it's not what, when you met them, you were so shocked. You were so shocked that there is a person like that. I, I, I say all the time, I tell them all the time, when you have a problem, I'm the number one person to ask. But they have heard things in their head. That's a very wicked guy, you know. I've never seen a tall, wicked man like that. Usually, short people who are wicked, but this tall guy, wicked guy. So when they have, then they start going. They open. The only 
who can mobilize the help that you need, you start going karaoke. So I've had different, when they come, they say, how has it have come to you long time ago? Yeah, it's because of the malaise, the things you have heard. The negative, Jesus is going to curse you. He's going to use scriptures to show you how devilish you have been by committing this problem that you have gone to commit. He's going to slam the table and going to dispose. The regret you are going to have is that you didn't come long time ago. You think when I'm preaching, I have to say, go on fooling around. No. But when you are struggling, we have to help you. Yes, we have to help you. Curse blower, let's help you. Whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. It's like they sit down and they invent. It's like the evil doesn't exist, so they make the evil. New evil. They make new evil. Go and see their YouTube channel. They are making new evil. Disobedient to parents. Without understanding. When you do the statue, then you explain now and depart. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you go explain now, tire. You explain now and be tired. They will never understand. He says that the chair is blue. You will explain now and be tired. He says it is blue. <laughs> Covenant breakers. You make an agreement with them, they break. They make a promise, they break it. Without natural affection. Implacable. Who knowing the judgment of God that they who who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit these things are worthy of death. These things lead to death. Not only only do the same, but have have pleasure. They that have pleasure in them that do it. you want to do. What's wrong with them? What's the big deal? Yes. You see, even them, they qualify for death. All because of accommodation. Somebody helps me, you say thank you. God has looked at me, you say, the God. And then number five, I'll close with this. Being thankful is the door to miracles. Is the door to your miracles is the door. Everybody who's thankful, usually more breakthroughs happen for them. Is the door. Is the door. May that door be open to you. I said, may that door be open to you. May that door be open to you. In John chapter 6, we see Jesus I'm going to show you three miracles in the Bible quickly. And in all these miracles, they all came by being thankful. When Jesus fed the 5,000, John chapter 6 is when Jesus feeds 5,000 people, okay? 5,000 men, not counting the women. The Bible says that when he was met with that situation, verse 11 says, 
And Jesus took the loaf. When he had given thanks, he distributed to his disciples, and the disciples distributed them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as many as they were. Jesus was faced with a situation where he had less food than the people available. And he was going to, this is the famous uh, miracle of multiplication of five loaves of bread and two fishes. This is how the miracle came about. Jesus took what was there, which was not enough, which usually we will never thank God about. We will rather be complaining and be whining. But he took the thing and then he thanked God. Then he said, distribute them. Distribute them. As they distributed them, it went, everybody had as much as they wanted. And at the end, they had 12 baskets of it left. They, when they finished, they had more left than they had in the beginning. That's the first one. The second one. The second one. Luke. Luke chapter 17. In Luke chapter 17, that's where we have the miracle of the ten lepers. Remember? The ten lepers who were healed. Jesus said to them, they came to see Jesus. They were leprous. In those days, leprosy was the incurable disease. So in today, today leprosy is like cancer, uh, HIV, terminal disease. And Jesus said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. But Bible says, but as they were going, they realized that they were healed. It says, verse 4, he says, and when he saw them, okay, this is before. He says, go show yourself to the priest. And and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. He came to say thank you to God and fell down at his face. Fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks. Giving thanks. For he was a stranger. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give God glory. Save the stranger. And he said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. This guy, his thanksgiving provoked Jesus to do an extra miracle. The others were cleansed, but he was cleansed and made whole. What's the difference? I mean, if you were a leper, you are not even allowed to be in the city. So lepers are unemployed. They don't have a way of feeding themselves. So those who have been cleansed, they go back into the, they now have a chance to go back into the city. But this guy was made whole, which means apart from the leprosy, they had other issues. Demons never come one demon. When you see lies, you will, if you see stealing, there's lies there. See, this demon, he has a friend who visits from time to time. They come with their cousins, friends, relatives, all from Dozini, they will all come. They will all come. So, in the same way, problems when they come, it's not just one. You see one problem, but they have other friends moving around. 
So it's the leprosy that they brought. Jesus said, go, you will be. As they were going, the leprosy, the person said, oh, come and eat this thing. You are free. You are free from any bondage. Look, this road will mean so many things. Meaning maybe he didn't have a wife. He's now going to find a wife. Maybe no job. He's going to find a job. He was complete. May your gratitude make you complete. Oh, yes. Maybe you have enjoyed some breakthroughs this year. But as you come to give thanks to God, it is becoming, your situation is becoming whole. Your blessings is becoming whole. Look around. Every other area, your finances, your health, your family life, your school, your all feeling now, John chapter 11, this is the last one. I read it and we say, in John chapter 11, this is where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. How many of you would, 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 would accept that to raise somebody from the dead perhaps is the greatest and the most difficult miracle? Because when your spirit goes out of your body, then you die. You die. Bible says the body without the spirit is dead. So when you are dead, your spirit is gone. So you have to call the spirit back from wherever it has gone to, whether it has gone to heaven or hell. You have to call it back to come into the body. When the spirit comes into the body, the person will come alive. But that's not finished. It's not finished yet. When you die, immediately you die, your body starts to decompose. That's why no matter how much we love you, when you die, we'll pay money to take you somewhere else. Immediately, you can't say, oh, we love you so much, stay with us in the house. No way, you will start to smell. That's why when Jesus told Martha, roll away the stone, they said, ah, Mary said to you, by now he's fainting. Stop what you are doing. It's going to make the whole funeral stink. So the body is decomposed. So when you are going to, when you call the spirit, you have to re- how do you say it? Recompose. <laughs> the body. So bring the body, make the body fresh again. Now, after you've made the body fresh, it's not the end though. The spirit has come, the body is fresh. But the sickness that killed the person is still there. It means the body is okay, the spirit, as soon as he wakes up, he will die again. I said, as soon as he wakes up, he will do what? He will die again. So, in addition to, you have to heal the person of the sick. If it's a heart attack, you have to heal the person of that heart attack. Because as soon as he comes back, he wakes up, the heart will do, boom, gone again. That's why when you watch movies where they resuscitate the people, you can see they'll come back to life, then they go again. They come, then they go again. Something is making them go to the other side. So they say, ooh, 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 well, ooh, they do CPR, ooh, ooh. Then they do, um, you are not waking up, you have gone very fast. So they use electricity shock, ooh, ooh. Then the person will wake up. Then there is like a stabilizer, boom, it goes, gone again. That's how it is. So for you to raise somebody from the dead, you have to pray. But look at the prayer Jesus prayed. I read this one, then we, we close it. Then they took away the stone from that place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. 
And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people who stand here, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. Then the next verse, he calls the church. And he spoke over them. Lazarus. And Lazarus came to life. Lazarus. What brought Lazarus to life? Gratitude. 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 Lazarus came back to life. Jesus said, Lord, I rebuke the devil. I bind, I lose in the name. Some of us will start prison. Where is it? Four hours of prison. Oh, Lord, my God, when I'm in awesome wonder, consider all the works that hands have made. I see the clouds. I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe display. Then sings my soul. Jesus said, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I, the most powerful prayer you can pray is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because if you are going to eat, that's the simplest prayer. One day they invited me to an event. And I didn't know I was on there. But when I got there, they said, oh, I have to bless the food. I said, oh, that one day is easy. I had there is the food cooked. Is it ready? It's not like I have to pray for the food to automatically, like, it's already ready. Oh, that one is easy. Father, thank you for this food. Amen. That's it. We're done. So when it comes to raising of the dead, you want to pray your most, mo most prophetic prayer, most powerful. You use scriptures. You use scriptures and say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With that, thank you, thank you. Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, he started to walk out of the grave. A free man. Walk out of the grave. A freed man. He walked out. They didn't carry him. He started to walk. Jesus said, remove the things that are on him so that he can feel free and start to walk. With your gratitude, you will enjoy the greatest miracle that you have been waiting for. Stand to your feet and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God that your miracle door is opening. As you thank God, then your miracle door is opening. Begin to thank God concerning your situation, concerning your life, concerning the things he has done for you. Begin to thank him right now. Thank him. Thank him. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you like Jesus thanked you before Lazarus was raised from the dead. We are grateful. We are grateful. We thank you, O God. 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 We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for whatever we've been through throughout the year, for caring for us, for carrying us through the year. We are grateful, O God. We are grateful, O God. We are grateful, O God. 
We are grateful, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, we are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, O God. Mamo, 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 mamo. Ratabala, sempaloba. Kemo tayela saba sepaloba. Rampayolaba, kempola tempayola. Rapatata se kepalobasa. Milato maya lempayoloso. We are grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nematabaya. Lebo sebayataya. Nipayomasa pempolaba. Randolaba sempayalataya. Nepolimase kamolalala. Rampalobasa. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Let your heart be filled with gratitude towards the Lord, towards the Lord, towards the Lord for his kindness, for his mercy, for his mercy and his kindness, for his goodness. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Nam payalaba sapelo mayela kayela. Rama mama 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 Ram palaba sapelo loboso. Kemolo sibanda ketobaya kayalaba. Thank God right now. Thank God right now. Thank God right now. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, Lama Kaba, Lemo Kaba, Mambolaba, Mande, Rembolala, Rembolibasa, Memo Mama, with prayer and support. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. Make your request known to God. We are thankful. We are grateful. As a church, as a people, we are grateful. We are grateful, O God. 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 Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. We are grateful. 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 As a people, we are grateful, Lord. We are thankful, O God. We are thankful, O God. We are thankful, O God. We are thankful. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name, O God. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you. Lift your hands everywhere, Father. With our hands lifted up, we say we are thankful. Thankful for a year, 2023. You started with us and you have brought us to this point. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for all the things you did for us through the year. All the situations you saw us through. All the deliverance, the evil that could have befallen us, that you rescued us and delivered our lives from that pit. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you for our breakthroughs. 
thank you for the things we achieved. Thank you for the successes that we achieved, Lord. We are grateful to you. The breakthroughs, we are grateful. Thank you for everything that happened to us. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We say all glory, all honor, all praise is to you and to you alone. We bless you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.